Snow bombing. Snow-covered venues. Saunas. This is episode 21 of Travel Junkies, a podcast for travel enthusiasts. Today we're talking about snow bombing. Boom, That's boom. right. I know everyone's thinking, what is snow bombing? Snow bomb. That sounds like a snowball fight gone bad. But <laughs> it's a music festival. Woo-hoo. When is it? And it happens in early April. So April 9th through the 14th for this year. And it happens in Meyerhofen, Austria. We just missed it, but you can look forward to it next year. My name is Carmen. And I'm Heidi. So when I heard about this music festival, yeah. I thought, wow. Yeah. That looks like a lot of fun. And I wonder where the name came from. I could not. And it's not just that. Like, this is almost a mystery music festival. Really? I have. Yeah. I found very little information on it other than the oh. actual website. Okay. Is it so, because yeah, it's so I guess new? it's one of those hidden gems. It's not necessarily that new. Okay. It started in 2000, but see, it used to be in different places. So 2000 and 2001, it was in France. Uh Uh-huh. Then it moved to Switzerland for two years, and then it moved back to France in 2004, and then from 2005 until now, it's been in Austria. Austria. Yeah, but it's just not something I've actually heard a whole lot about. But I feel like but it, also, it's a hidden gem. Heidi doesn't like snow, so. <laughs> I do like snow. I just don't like being cold. There's a difference. <sighs> but the fun thing about this event is that it's on one of the best ski resorts in Europe. Oh. Not only are you going to get together for several days and listen to awesome music. Yeah. And awesome DJs. You're going to have great skiing, great snowboarding, you know, lots of mountain fun. I think they have paragliding, zip lining. Ooh. I mean, Extreme. it looks like it's going to be a good time. Yeah. And it goes all luxury because there's nice saunas. They have mountain yoga. Now, personally, I wouldn't want to do yoga in the snow, but I guess some people out there really like that. But if you're covered... Who cares? No, they're out there in their sports bras and their yoga pants, and it's it's like six feet of snow outside. And I'm like, not me. I do hot <laughs> yoga. Hot yoga is actually yeah. bad Anyways. for your joints. So this would be the opposite. I don't know if it would help <laughs> being so cold. <laughs> is it going to freeze your joints? <laughs> yeah. Robot. <laughs> Robot yoga. Anyways, this is a leading music festival on snow it's on one of the finest ski resorts in europe it showcases a hundred plus acts so you're getting all kinds of music any type of genre that you like they're definitely gonna have something for it and each venue and carmen will talk about this in a little while Mm -hmm. is very unique igloo raves enchanted forest parties you know fancy street dress parties it's insane there's luxury spas authentic alpine cuisine and there's no tents like 
you're not in a tent. A lot of music festivals mm. have bands pop up like small tents yeah. that they'll put some lower name like headliners on or something, but not headliners, opening acts. There, no, everybody, you're not going to be in a tent. You're going to be in the great outdoors. Okay. Um, watch out for Smokey. Remember. And his forest fires. Only you can prevent forest fires. But you're going to add skiing to that. It's a lot of fun. And there's a lot of, a lot of skiing going on. Yeah, I guess a lot of music festivals have a lot of mud involved. And so one of their taglines is zero mud, five-star hotels, spas, and pop-up parties. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So it's like party um, extreme. Mayerhofen, and I have German roots, and I don't even know how to say it. It's one of the best skiing and snowboarding areas in Europe, like I said. They have a 605-kilometer Peist, which is Europe's steepest slope, Whoa. with 20-kilometer of cross-country skiing. There's a snow park and access to a glacier. Mm. See, that just sounds like a blast to me. For the ski resort. I, I can imagine just the ski tickets will probably be it's expensive. Yeah. But um, I think the tickets were fairly reasonable for this kind. Of, I mean, look, 9 to 14, you're looking at like five or six days worth of music and 100 plus artists. You hear me with something, they come a little closer. Why don't you put your number in my Motorola? They have like venues everywhere so in in a way they promote it where you can like snowboard all the way down and then pop into a concert and then just have a great time until you want to go to bed <laughs> and so they have a four stage i don't stage. think people are sleeping <laughs> i know like or you stay up until and then you see the sunrise right so you have the four stage so it's like in the middle of like a forest uh it looks like a log cabin opening uh stage and then Everybody just crowds around it. This is where they have the biggest acts. So like The Prodigy, Fat Boy Slim, Bastille, and Rudimental, and many others. So they look more techno-y than I've, than I've encountered. They also have the street party. So that's like a fancy street party that's like in the middle of like the town. So it has like an opening and then they just sing. And it looks like a bus or something that the, I don't know. The, the the band plays out of so you just have to be there man and rocket club that's like a regular club and a lot of these places are like in chalets and like these cabin type areas or there's also an arctic disco that has 300 capacity igloo so it can have 300 people inside and it's 6,000 feet so this is like the coolest party on the planet no pun intended, <laughs> and expect <laughs> sub-zero sub-bass. And I've been in an igloo, and it's pretty phenomenal how things can be so packed and dense that it's like a sound structure. But if you have that much bass going on, I would be a little scared at the same time <laughs> that it would not crumble right on top of you. Like it would fall. Yeah, yeah. There's also a Bruckenstald and that is a electronic music scene so it's more of like in a log cabin they also have an arena so that is also underground hotspot 
So it's like in a late night den of big beats and downright bass lines. I think it's more of like an electronic music festival, but it, they have music playing all the time. And they also have a it snow is. park terrace. So they have things outside yeah, to do during the day, too. It's definitely electronic music. But what I what I really liked about it is if you're into that like underground electronic sound there's a venue that's underground specifically hosting that kind of genre or if you like the hip-hop yes electric music then there's a stage for that type of genre so it's really cool of course yeah there's a ton of djs there there's also it's really sad because carmen didn't get to go with me but i went to a really really cool electronic music festival in korea where skrillex was there and everybody was having a blast and there's just like thousands of people there packed outside standing on the dirt jumping up and down it was a lot of fun i really like yes i it was like an open field i was like where's there an open field in korea well they found one (laughs) but it was so much fun i love 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 DJ music. Now, electronic. If you want something oh. a little bit. <laughs> and if you want something more down to earth, there's also Rumpus Reggae Shack. Then you can have like your laid back music when you're taking breaks between venues. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. So the venues are multi purpose that they can use during the day. And then, of course, you can go back in and just have a great time. They also have a road trip arrival procession. It's a grand road trip's grand finale and snowbombing's official opening ceremony all wrapped up into one colorful, chaotic Sunday afternoon. So it kind of goes down the streets of Meyerhofen. So it's pretty elaborate. There's like things being flung through the air and it's just, it looks chaotic, honestly. <laughs> but they have a lot of pool parties. I mean, it's just like a... Yeah, a ton of people are at this thing. I was looking for numbers of like how many people came. I can't even find that. They're just so tight lipped. Yeah. It's so like, like we're Yeah, and like the city the kinda gym. works as a venue too. So there's things to do in the town as well as on the ski slope. So you got a variety of things going on. So Heidi go. talked about the Alpine Yoga. So you're on your mat, right? So some of them have like leggings and, but they also have so- spas and saunas. Those look pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, one. There's some really nice saunas. Yeah. And one thing that I thought was really funny, I'll, I'll highlight a couple, couple other activities that happen during the day, just so that it piques your interest. They have a chairlift speed dating. So <laughs> as you go up the ski lift, you have... It's like about 10 minutes of high altitude, high octane cording. So you kind of have to, you know, you you get to talk to somebody as you're going up the hill. And then I guess you come down and you pick someone else. (laughs) So I thought that was really funny. And in the morning, there's Mr. Motivator's daily warm down. So not only that you get to do yoga, but you also have like an aerobic warm down. There's also snow Olympics. Snow Olympics, and they have snowball fights, tug of wars, wrestling, and then they also have some other items or some other activities to do. But 
it's pretty elaborate. And the last one I would like to highlight is snow limo. So you jump in a snow limo, snow limo. So you jump into like a chair type ski thing and you cruise down the the slope. And so it's kind of like elevated sled, if you if you will. And you just go down the slope. So, of course, you can do your normal snowboarding and all that. But I thought the snow limo was pretty, pretty interesting. That's pretty cool. So it looks dangerous to me because you're just like, you have no control like a sled <laughs> and you're high on the ground. <laughs> yeah. So there's so yeah. many things to do. So, I mean, just... Just go and have Yeah, fun. there's literally something for everybody. So yeah. I like it. I know. And of course, you might be thinking, this is really cold. Yes, it is going to be very cold. But there is something that you can do. <gasps> you can go to a sauna. Yes. And Heidi and I, I guess we're experts on saunas now since we lived in Korea. I feel like we are. <laughs> I would say so. Well, first of all, they have, like, there's luxury saunas there where basically, like, the whole rooftop of a building is a hot tub sauna and you can, it overlooks the mountains. And so your view is the mountains and the trees. And so it's beautiful. The ski resort has these luxury saunas or hot tubs, you know. And so we thought it'd be cool to talk about some other places in the world that has some great hot tub slash sauna slash spa. Yeah. So we lived in Korea, South Korea, and there was these places called Jimjilbang. And we love Jimjilbangs. <laughs> um, you were separated by gender and it is nude, but What's nice about it is that it's very relaxing and at the end you get to hang out with your friends after they gave you like this pajama type clothing and you can sleep there and it's a very reasonable place to for accommodation purposes you can sleep there and it's like 7 8000 won it's very very cheap so you're looking less than 10 bucks for a night's rest and what you have to do before you go in is you ha- you do need to take a shower before you go to the pools and Heidi and I yeah. went to one that was German. It was like a German sauna. And it was called Dermaten in uh, Korea. And what was different about this one than our usual Jimjilbangs? This one was a little different because normally everything's indoors. But this one actually had a section that was outdoors. And yeah. when we went, it was freezing i mean you don't want to it was really really cool like i was still wearing my parka and they had like two or three outdoor hot tubs but they're legit hot tubs they're made from stone and so it's not like a jetted hot tub it's basically a man-made hot spring and so it's really really hot you could see the steam coming off the water and there were different temperatures. But the problem is, is that you had to run yeah, from <laughs> inside <laughs> to the tub, which was down a little pathway. Not very far, but far enough that you're covered in goosebumps, like cold bumps. 
But then when you hit the hot water, you feel so nice. You know, I just, it was amazing. There's something very freeing about sitting outside in a hot tub nude. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Yeah. What I liked about those tubs were um, there was two baths that you could go in that had different scents. So they may have like oils or they had essential like essential oils or they had some, I'm not too sure, like lavender. Like one was rose petals. Yeah. And you just get in it to soak in the, the benefits of being in an, I guess, essential oil bath. Yeah, so it like soothed your body. Yeah. So those were really nice. And I went to Sweden on my way back from Korea and I did not get to go to the sauna in Sweden, but saunas are very popular up there as well and they may be a little bit different they they can be nude but the one that i was gonna go to is more of like you know those boxes where it's like a little log cabin where it's just all wood wood like a hot room yeah like a hot room and then what you do is after and they can also have pools outside so you can go into those saunas but once you get really really hot you jump into a freezing pool of cold water icy water <laughs> and then oh. and then you would do do it you know that, that's that's the uh, healing process is going between hot and cold i have not encountered this yet but it looked uh very interesting and i might try it sometime but yes like a frozen lake you jump into a frozen lake sometimes they it, it's actually called an isvak i think and it's a hole in the ice on a frozen lake or sea, and you just jump into it and then jump back into the sauna. So, in the steaming sauna, sorry. Hmm. So, apparently, well, this is a big thing. It's really nice. Yeah, I don't know about that. It but. is. <laughs> it's one thing I really wish we had more of in the US. And I guess in some areas, then maybe they do, just not in my area. Because another common thing is hot springs. Yeah. Like me and Carmen took a day trip one time. To an area in Korea where there was a public hot spring, and it, it this was just like a stream you could go and put your feet into. Oh <gasps> yes, and uh, they were renovating. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we got there and they were renovating, and we're like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> How do you renovate a hot spring?" Yeah, this, but the city was called Daejeon. So if you go to ever go to Korea, go to Daejeon, and there's like this public outdoor stream, so you can just roll up your leg pants and just put your feet in the hot water, the natural hot water that comes from the mountains. But they were renovating, of course. So we just saw the renovation. (laughs) But hot springs are really popular in Asia. And there are hot springs in the U.S. And like like I think Seattle has one. and Virginia has a couple. Yeah. In Arkansas. It's just natural places like hot that springs produce Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but the thing about the ones in Japan is they're just in this gorge. They do a really good job of making the hot spring this gorgeous nature area. So it's very yeah. calming. It's outdoor, of course, and they may build a little building beside it. But they try to really keep it natural and peaceful however the difference between korea and japan is oftentimes in japan it's co-ed so watch yourself just don't go in there thinking (laughs) yeah 
it's just gonna be females and and then males are separated because and your little... we had a friend that that happened to one time oh, they no. went and they didn't realize <laughs> they didn't realize it was co-ed and so that can be a shocker saunas are a great way to relax so try one sometime you'll you'll be pleasantly surprised you should you should try it and let us know send us a message and let us know how you liked it it's been cold and rainy here all day so i could really go for a sauna right now maybe i can turn my shower head on and let the room get really steamy hot (laughs) yeah and then just walk in but somehow i don't feel like it'll be the same thing Thank you so much for listening. We are on nextstopchannel.com and we also have an Instagram at nextstopchannel. So check out our blog post. And I I do use the little white towel that they give you. Yeah, but that thing's barely big enough to wrap around my body. (laughs) So I do try to cover myself as much as I can until I seep into the water and then put it on my head. But yeah, you, you, I would love to wear a swimsuit into those things, but you just work with what they have. They would look at you like you were super weird. Yeah, but I still tried to cover myself as I got into the water. <laughs>